Kate's alive! How do we know she is alive? I hate when people talk during the movie. No! Wire! Hangers! Ever! You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Your stupid minds! Stupid! Stupid! Relax. It's all in bad taste. Never break lips I'm with like, the microphone. <laughs> get like a little head harness for her where she just kind of <laughs> stays in one place where she can't move her fucking head <laughs> like, around. Like a saw contraption. <laughs> I'm over neck brace. If you move, your neck just snaps in two. Like, it's, it's a pretty quick, uh, you have a like, rotating door of hosts. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome. Wait, no, I want to do it in a Scottish accent. No, don't. Cultural <laughs> appropriation. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bad Taste Buds, the podcast where oh, we God, talk... Was that not in Scottish? I, I thought you were doing it in a Scottish yeah, accent. Yeah, fuck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bad Taste Buds podcast. That's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Wait, am I doing it in Scottish or normal? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bad Taste Buds. the worst Buds, intro the so podcast far. where we talk trash about the very best of bad cinema. I'm oh, your... That was okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it in Scottish. It's English from now. Wait, it's... Wait, Scottish is English, right? British, mate. British from now on, it is. And you'll 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 lock it all. You'll lock it all. Just forty-five minutes of this. <laughs> can we just scrap all of this and start again, please? Hello. I'm your host Liam, and joining me today we have all usual suspects. We have our main wicker man Jack over there. How have you been, Jack? Not so bad. Not yeah, so bad. Just... Enjoyed the uh, 1973 one we watched last night yeah. in prep for this. Had a little, uh, little nice little film fest. And as always, joining him, his better half, and voted most likely to be sacrificed in this kind of situation, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> like I need <laughs> Sad but true. Sad but true. Hello. And, <laughs> I didn't even give you a chance to say hello. <laughs> like that, you're done. And last but not least, we all, as always, we have... I am not the bees, I am Ryan. Ryan Sheen joining us today there. Yep, and we are taking a merry old jaunt to the Isle of Scotland. Again, we're quite quite familiar with Scotland. We live literally like a couple hours away from Scotland for those listeners who don't know where we live. I don't know why you'd know where we live. <laughs> but this is like... I think from, the accents are a bit of a dead giveaway, to be honest. Though. Probably, yeah. This you is like, maybe. Ryan apparently sounds like he's from Yorkshire, doesn't he? So. According to Ryan. Oh, it's not what I meant. I and meant no, I was speaking lazily. Yeah, Ryan and no one else. Every, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> just <laughs> dropping letters left, right and centre. Just lost our entire uh, Yorkshire, like, following every person who uh, listened to that episode said you don't sound anything like you're from Yorkshire like that was the biggest takeaway from the troll trail <laughs> no one cared about the content or what we had to talk about it was Ryan doesn't sound like he's from Yorkshire I, I'm aware of the fact I didn't sound Yorkshire I'm more meant metaphorically they suck oh my god Ryan stop being horrible <laughs> well. to people from fucking Yorkshire it's Just, not okay it's um, my hands are my more main input for that I mean, we all have. I love Scotland. Like, uh, this is like a travel, well, we travel podcast now. There, we, we literally, our last holiday before all the oh. craziness. Wait, no, it was like mid like mid craziness, wasn't it? Yeah, it was that time where we were sort of semi let out for let a bit. Let out, but not let out. We had a little jaunt up to. We did We did a little camper van trip to, um, what would they, kind of the North, what, what's it called? North Coast 500. That's the North Coast 500, and we did Sky. Um, which, which is featured in the original. Yeah, you see a little like little layover where they, they show you kind of different parts of Scotland. So um, today, if you haven't guessed, based on the Scottishness of this whole thing, and then kind of we're watching Braveheart, <laughs> <laughs> we're watching The Wicker Man. We're ready to release some. Beef <laughs> <laughs> 
please stop. <laughs> Ready to release some bees into the world. So this is, yeah, the 2006 version of uh, The Wicker Man came out, coming out 30 years after the, I mean, I'm going to say phenomenal original, which is going to be our point five. so I'm not going to spend too long talking about the original, but it, well, massive shoes to fill, really. Right? Yeah, huge. Yeah. over there and listen to the point five. Yeah, yeah, do, do listen to that, which should be out a couple of days after you listen to this one. Um, based on a 1967 book uh, called The Ritual, which I've not read. I don't know if any of you guys have. Nope. No, I haven't actually, yeah. but I definitely think I'll put it on my list considering mm. the, the movie was such a, a banger. Yeah, yeah. Not, not as a book. But <laughs> the big question for today, Nicolas Cage, good or bad? That's the takeaway, right? That's the one we want to kind of... <laughs> I love him. I don't have anything bad to say about him. Even when he's bad, he's fucking brilliant. So That's... we went through a list of all of Nicolas Cage's films earlier <laughs> and I have seen none of them. Apparently <laughs> so none. this is my introduction to Nicolas Cage, which is a, a, an interesting which, start. I'm really glad you're on the pop culture podcast, isn't it? Absolutely. I don't know how you <laughs> managed to get away with not watching a single, single... He's in most of them. I thought you said you'd seen Face Off. No, 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 I just know that uh, Gina Gershon's in it. Gershaw? Godshon? Godshon? Gershon. Further away as you go. <laughs> go around the Gina circle Gershaw. and tell us what your favourite Nicolas Cage... Obviously, you won't have one, but everyone else. What's, like... When you think of Nicolas Cage, what do you think of? Because I think of National Treasure, because that was kind of big when I was a kid. I think of City of Angels, because it was a shitty remake of fucking Wings of Desire. I think Con Air is the one that comes to mind for me. yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, I'm all about Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss was it. such a phenomenal film. Like it's this really super campy film where he's like a CEO of a big company, but he's also a vampire. It's it's just fucking. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's, that's the whole concept. It's bonkers. Oh, well, I have I'm, seen Ghost Rider. Oh, well done! Yay! Well You've seen maybe the worst film apart from this one. <laughs> Proud of you. Yeah, he's a, he's like a... I don't even want to say he's like divisive because I think you he's very marmite in the sense that, yeah, people either hate him or loathe watching him. But he's also either really good or just fucking awful. Has he won an Oscar? I think if he has, it would be for something like... Um, Hannah, yeah, you guys get on the phone while I talk. It'd be something for like, uh, like Leaving Las Vegas or something like that. I think that was his most kind of serious film role. Tell me if I'm right. I'm yeah, he, oh, sorry, he won the yeah. best actor in Leaving Las Vegas. Fuck yeah. And the best actor... No, hang on, it says adaptation. Oh, no, the film's called Adaptation. Oh, is there yeah. a film called adaptation? <laughs> it was an adaptation of a previous film called Adaptation. Adaptation, yeah. yeah. It's a good film, actually. It's pretty, pretty much. So he's, he is capable. He's, he's, he's a competent actor. Well, I got over the whole is he good or is he bad thing when I realised that he will just do any job he's asked to do. He's, like he's a, just happy to work. When you get paid a shitload to do it, like, exactly. yeah. who fucking cares? He's like the human equivalent of best worst movies. Like, as a person, he's like best, he's like best worst person. It's just, sometimes he's the best, sometimes he's the fucking worst. And I love it. Um, this was directed by a relatively, un, well, for me anyway, he's, he's got a lot of films under his credit. Neil LeBute. Le um, I've not seen anything else he's done. I know he did uh, Black De Chicks, Black Chicks, one. Death at the Funeral. Uh, he did the Van Helsing series, which I think is quite popular. But Hannah, Hannah's eyes lit up. <laughs> you got this weird thing for Van Helsing as no, a No, I loved property. that movie when I was a kid, and then I rewatched it when we came to Union. It, it, it broke my heart yeah, with just no, how it fucking diabolical thing, yeah. it was. Me and Hannah were arguing the good fight that the like Hugh Jackman Van Helsing film was an absolute classic. Mm. Uh, both hadn't seen it for about a decade, I think, at this point. Um, and Liam was like, it's an absolute piece of shit. It's a complete it's, it's piece terrible. of shit. And we were like, no, 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 it's a good film. It's a good film. It's a good film. And then we rewatched it and went, oh, I hate it when he's it's, right. It's, <laughs> he's always fucking right. I'm always fucking right. No, it's awful. Um, but yeah, this uh, he's also directing uh, a Singaporean version of Bridget Jones's Diary, apparently. That's which, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> interesting one. Um, would be considered a box office failure when it came out. I think it made a 38 million profit off a 40 million budget. That's well, not profit then, is it? Fuck it. <laughs> stonks. <laughs> this is why I don't do the stonks. Um, but obviously, with factoring in like Blu-ray sales and, and whatnot, it's probably made its money back at this point. Um, and it's, it's probably on Amazon it. Prime at the time of recording. 
Yeah, it is. So it will have. We were excited. To, we're gonna. This is like the, obviously. I've not seen this in years. I think I saw this about five or six years ago when we started getting into our best worst phase. Uh, we watched it. I remember. I don't know if you guys joined us for this or whether it was just uh, the other guys we lived with back then. I definitely wasn't there because this no, is, is my first time uh, for you two. Well, Bog Strider apparently <laughs> my you? only introduction to. Oh this yeah, page. I've absolutely seen. It. I've seen so many clips of it. I feel mm. like I've seen it because mm-hmm. it's on just like montage after montage. It's of, like heavily memed at this point, isn't yeah. it? Like there's yeah. the obvious the not the bees. Oh not God, the, not the, the bees. <laughs> and there's the um, how to get burned. How to get burned. That's like another one. Like it's just. Everything to do with Nicolas Cage is always so highly memeable. It's anyway. been absolutely ages since I've watched this. And all I can remember are the specific scenes. And I know it's like weird shit going on. But really, there's parts of it, I think, are quite unmemorable. And I'm worried I'm going to watch it yeah. and get bored partway through. So is this one set in Scotland as well as the original? From my memory, I would say yes. But he's an American detective. He's not a... What the fuck's he doing in Scotland then? I, I, it's, that, that's a blank part. Blank <laughs> yeah, part of my I Call that. Interpol. Why is there like some hick cop going to Scotland <laughs> to solve a crime? <laughs> I hope it's not. He's not doing a British accent because that's another element that I don't think Nicolas Cage can handle um, but yeah I think we're kind of I'm excited to see this because it has been a long time for me as well and I think obviously you two have not seen this you just come back from watching the original so you've got that fresh in your head as well yeah um, I feel that's like this might, bar, right? yeah I'm, I'm worried how this is going to stand up to it because mm. that was fantastic like it was a, I didn't was... have any preconceptions for it either and yeah. when we watched it there was a couple of times we looked at each other like what the fuck's going on but it was a it was a good what the fuck's going it's on kind of thing yeah, no, it's yeah. A... I, I had no idea what I was in with the OG Wicker Man and mm. I didn't realise how overtly sexual it was for a start <laughs> and how just like weirdly kind of creepy I, I expected something yeah. far more tribal I don't mm. know with the, you know someone gets burnt alive with a, in, a, in a huge Wicker thing I expected it to be more gory I would say but mm. it well just... not even that I expected it to be not, less not set hum- in less Scotland hum- less humor you know really, yeah. I expected it to be set somewhere really far far flung I didn't expect it to be on I mean the summer isles which is like you know a stone's throw away from where we've been on holiday and you know it was a it was a weird one I didn't know what to expect well, again like all the people involved in the original they weren't that pleased with this either like you, you talk about like the, the director the original director Robin Robin right I'm so I'm so nervous about saying his name because his name is Robin Hardy <laughs> I've just been spending like days and days and days being engrossed in George Hardy from Troll 2 and that's all I can think about. So yeah, the original director Robin Hardy had a massive problem with this. Christopher Lee had a problem with this, one of the actors in the main, yeah, uh, the original film. Yeah, disso- disassociated themselves from it, didn't they? And they kind of like, they kind of made their own, I think it came out a couple of years after this, they made their own kind of side sequel called The Wicked Tree, which I've heard is abysmal. I know Christopher Lee's not in it, but I think Robin Hardy made it. Um... I don't think we're going to give that one a watch. I don't know. It might be a bit of a bit of a ball. Like, I'm ready to watch the trailer if you guys are, and we'll have Let's a little chat about that. <laughs> Did you just try to do an accent again? Oh, my I'm trailer off trailer. <laughs> I'm going to get on my trailer. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Please stop. Okay, you ready? You, you want to watch them? Want to watch them? <laughs> I kind of want to. Uh, Jack just dropped dead. Jack just died. I, I, I <laughs> and just fell over. But I got better. Let's watch the trailer, go watch it with us guys, and come back in about two or three minutes. I fear she is in danger, so now I turn to you. Be careful and believe nothing that you see or hear. Lost your bearings? Sorry, snuck up on me there. This is private property. Do you know her? Hmm, I don't recognize this child.
What are you doing? Are you, the crinkles are you really getting a packet of fucking sweets out as we're about to record? As if that's the worst I fucking need, idea I I've need ever heard. I mouth cleansing. I've got no liquids. Because that was such a long trailer. And yeah. So it, much talking during it. a stressful experience watching yeah, that two-minute trailer. All right. No, it was flashing constantly. I thought I was going to have an epileptic fit. Don't you put a sweet in your mouth, you <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Jack and me are the only professionals here, clearly. Um, we- <laughs> I'm laughing at <laughs> I am anything but professional. Weird fucking trailer. Like, yeah, I think I picked up on how it just looks like the original, but shit. And that, it, like, plot-wise, it's the exact same beat. It's missing girl. What it was could with be the, the daddy at the end? It could be the start of a shit Marvel origin story, couldn't it? it like, of course, right. Starting with the, yeah, you know, starting with, like, the horrific bus crash yeah. car thing. It's so American, so like Hollywood, yeah. such like zesty, like flashy trailer sort of thing. I don't. Ghost Rider three. Com- I haven't watched The <laughs> Wicker Man. <laughs> Sorry, I did talk over you there. He told me off for talking over him earlier, and I just, I just really did it immediately. <laughs> Thanks for mansplaining that one. Really. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's stark contrast to the original. You can see elements of it, like the the school whose desk is that scene and yeah. all. Like the burning can, wicker man effigy. Well, like, yeah, it's about you know, it. <laughs> but the obvious similarities to the other one is it an all female island? This yeah, time? so I think that's the biggest difference is that, and and there was a little bit of controversy because is it witches versus the patriarchy? I don't know. There are men on it, so it's not it's not like an all women island, but I think it's a women ran island. I know the, the one, probably the biggest actress in this, Ellen Burstyn, she's like of the Exorcist fame. She's horror like icon. She's she's legendary in the horror universe. So absolutely, Burstyn. <laughs> she needs a piss. Um, no, she's she's fantastic. She's in Requiem for a Dream as well. She's wonderful. I don't know how they got her involved in this because she's an Oscar winner. It does look like it's almost like a reverse Handmaid's Tale situation where the women are in charge and the men are just subservient. I don't really know. It's it's a weird one. It looks like it's had an American director and an American oh, yeah. cast and an American writer well, compared yeah. to... I don't know what nationality the original one was, but it looks very, just put you know spray mm. it with a Hollywood coat of paint it's and de- resell it. There's definitely a cultural divide here. I think definitely. I think because um, we were wondering. I mean, on the before we watched the trailer, I said I thought this was set in Scotland, but it clearly doesn't look like it is. He gets I mean, on a boat no, to somewhere. Yeah, and there was, but there was, that wasn't Scotland. That was like Hawaiian that was beaches like a or something. Ferry. That yeah, wasn't like, like... you wouldn't travel from the US <laughs> to Scotland in that cone, would you? Excuse my French. Ryan, you've been upsettingly quiet throughout this entire upsettingly time. Upsettingly quiet. <laughs> Ryan was just getting over his epileptic yeah. face. Yeah, oh, it's really done me in. <laughs> it's a lot more exciting in the trailer than what I remember the movie being. It's because the trailer's two minutes long and the movie's an hour and a half. It was just flashing action scene after action scene. I don't remember being that many interesting points in the movie. Mm. Well, we'll find out. It's probably not that interesting. I wouldn't get excited. I'm not, I'm not excited. <laughs> I'm, uh, I mean... It's Nicolas Cage. I'm here for that. I'm here for the, the memes. I'm here for the quotes. I'm here just to see how f- fucking wrong this gets it. I, I remember, like, it's it's that divide. With the original, I think, and again, I'm not going to linger on the original, but it's that whole thing about humor. of the. I don't want to say British people have better humor because I don't want to alienate everyone oh, in America, but I just feel like we get that. You say we do, but what's your favorite sitcom? The US Office. This is true. This is very or true. Parks and Rec. Or 30 Rock. Or Community. Community. Right, you just so, have a drier sense of humour. Like, especially with horror. Like, I feel like ho- if you're mixing horror with humour, you think of the best horror comedies, you think of shit like Shaun of the Dead and American Werewolf in London. You think of the, the I think of the British ones. So I think with horror and blending that with humour, I think British people get it better. No offence to my American listeners, I'm sorry. I know there is some really good American horror films like Cabin in the Woods, uh, mm-hmm. like Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, that do blend comedy fantastically together. Um, What's the one that's American Rejects, which isn't American Rejects? 
American Rejects. The Devil's Rejects. The Devil's Rejects. I hate you. I know. So, <laughs> um, but I don't. Th- I think this is the one that may have tried to blend that horror and comedy and just fucking failed miserably. Oh, well, failed spectacularly. Nicolas Cage still insists it's like a black comedy. And it's not unintentionally funny. It's meant to be I think it, funny. I think you know? it probably is. This is the thing, because the original is. I would classify the original as a horror comedy. In the right ways. Yeah. In the right it had ways, comic yeah. timing. The, the it original... had scripts. Good job. And I know, it's I... creepy, funny. I wouldn't say it's a horror comedy, the original. It's, the original yeah, told right. a really beautiful line between silly and mm, serious. That's it, that's it. Like, silly. Yeah, that's to be fair, that bit with yeah. Christopher Lee in a skirt and a wig. With that his was, just that was standard superb. trainers on. But anyway, yeah, point five. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but again, I remember the director saying that Neil DeVute, the guy who did this one, saying that they were... He was kind of going to get hate regardless of what he did. Like, he was pretty much adamant that people are going to hate this even before I make it. So why did he make it? Oh, money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it made loads of that. (laughs) Sorry, you look like you're about to say something. You do this every time where you look like you're going to say something and then you don't say anything. I'm just constantly prepared. All right. Like a cat. Like cat-like reflexes. (laughs) Sexy cat. cat. Um, What are we... Right, we're going to watch this really soon. What are we all expecting? I'm expecting a failed pretty much copy of the first film which with shit humor and i'm i'm half excited i'm half excited because yeah it might be funny trash it might be boring trash who knows i'm looking forward to being part of the conversation on it just being able to have, <laughs> have an opinion on it because i've not seen it and obviously it is a big big thing in meme culture etc so yeah it'd be interesting to actually have my own standpoint on what this absurd is going to be it's been a while since i've seen this so based on the fact that i don't find it memorable i'm not excited it might surprise me hopefully the scenes will jump back out with me and i'll laugh my ass off but i'm not holding out much hope i love nicholas cage so bring it on so do you reckon you're yeah. going to stay awake for the whole thing then you will and i stayed awake for the quite slow 1970s version. yeah i think i can stay awake for the you know, mm-hmm. are we put, are we, scare Hollywood. Are we putting a bet on anyway, just in case? Because I think I think right. Can I win if he if he makes it? Like if I say, oh, night, yeah. Full, no, full because time. I'm with you on that. Oh, I'm just going to put in an advert. Why not? It's, Throw my penny in. Only, I'm going to say it's only when we watching late that I yeah. Oh, that's five o'clock. He's not narcoleptic, Anna. He's just <laughs> fucking busy. <laughs> he just got shit to do. <laughs> I'm ready to get this over with. I'm ready to do it. So if you if you have um Amazon Prime, go watch it. It's free on there, and come back to us in an hour and a half. Bye, guys. And we have returned from the Asaba Isles. It was fucking awful. I don't know what I'm doing. Right, and we're back, and we have just come back from watching The Wicker Man 2006. It was fucking awful. No, I'm kidding. No, no, you're not kidding. No, it wasn't great. Um, It was, like, mildly entertaining from time to time. So let's kind of, we'll start with, like, first reactions. Like, what? Did we enjoy this? Did we not? I'll be honest, I nearly fell asleep during parts of it. Yeah, you were very comfortable. We were all almost, Jack. But no, the worst, the worst interest. I'm more confused than I feel like they could have cut the first twenty <laughs> minutes of the movie. Like I just don't. Yeah. Oh, that opening <sighs> scenes where girl and the mother's in the car, mm. and Nicolas Cage sees them get smashed by a truck. He blames himself for yeah. whatever reasons. Yeah. But then he just keeps showing it throughout the entire movie these flashbacks, and they, they have do. very little significance. I think that leads on to probably a good time to do a little plot synopsis because yeah, that's the op- it opens with this weird car crash. Nicolas Cage uh, kind of re- tries to. 
to kind of pull over a woman and his da- a daughter, and then he's, he's returning the doll. But to I think the Jack, you're going to do our, our thirty second plot synopsis, aren't you? Because it kind of picks up after that. I don't think it'll take even nah, that. It won't. But uh, in a nutshell, a reclusive lawman played by Nick Cage um, travels to a secluded island to search for a girl who's gone missing after witnessing a pretty unpleasant sort of motor vehicle accident at the start of the film. Once there, he discovers sinister forces <laughs> at work among the island's secretive residents, including strange rituals, a harvest festival, and possible human sacrifice. Possible. Possible. Definitely. Potential. It's called the Wicker Man. You on the cards. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jack. Uh, so, yeah. oh, sorry. I'd just like to retract our initial thing. So Amazon is <laughs> listing the original Wicker Man. Oh, said, yes. So we saw on Amazon, included with Prime, the Wicker Man, and it said 2006 next to it. So pissed off. We started watching it, and it turns out it's actually the 1973 version, which, so pissed off. from a consumer perspective, is the better film. <laughs> so if you were looking forward to watching either of them, then you're in luck, mate, because we <laughs> we paid fucking four pounds for it, not realising that that was actually The Wicker Man 1973. Yeah. So a little bit of consumer advice for you there. Yeah, best, <laughs> best advice you could get taking away from this podcast is go watch the original. It's for free on Amazon. You don't have to pay for it. It's fucking awesome. Don't watch this one. Um, yeah, so kind of, Ryan, your first point was with the, the, I think one of the weirdest directing choices of all time is to make this flashback scene that happens at the beginning of the movie the most pivotal point of the movie to the point where I feel like if you took this out the movie would, would be 20 minutes shorter literally oh, easy. At, at least 20 minutes shorter but not change any no. part of how you conceive this it, it, it just didn't play into it at all it's no. not often when I say a 90 minute film is too long that first <laughs> hour was so slow <laughs> Fuck me. But even yeah. in that, they had things like the self-help book to help him get yeah. over the accident. It just never really No, no, the self-help book came before the accident. He was getting his self... Yeah, it did. The self-help book was the first yeah, it scene. Did. She's it right. was She's before. Right. She... So what was the point in the self-help book? They do bring it up because they it's taken from his luggage. When he gets to Summer Isle, mm-hmm. uh, they, they kind of they say, oh, where's, where's, where's... What's it called? Because it's such a funny name. It's something like dealing with... Oh, it's everything's, everything's okay. Everything's okay, <laughs> which is the most generic title of the self-help book. <laughs> with this guy book. with the cheesy grin in there. Okay. Also, what was with the like four second cameo of was it Aaron Eckhart and James yeah. Franco? Was, what was Ar- that about? Aaron Eckhart is like a guy in the first scene with the diner where he's just fucking popping. He just he just like pops up and then leaves. on screen for three Does he seconds. Even have any lines? No, no, he's just there. Like, was he not famous in two thousand six? When did Batman come out? When did Dark Knight? Like the two thousand eight. So he was, that was huge. I don't fucking know. Maybe. <laughs> Well, this guy, this director, seems to have good connections. Like, we're looking at, currently looking at the TV screen that says for Johnny Ramone, and we had to Google whether or not that was Johnny Ramone as in the Ramones, and apparently it is. Apparently Him Nick and... Cage were Yeah, they were buddies. buddies yeah. So maybe he has just really good, I mean, he probably has really good connections. I feel like Nick Cage is a nice guy to hang out with. I would want to be his friend. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd I like a, a coffee and a catch-up yeah. with, with Nick Cage. I mean, ultimately, I mean, we've all kind of said good moments bad movie or entertaining moments bad movie I, I think for me one of the biggest because we are going to end up comparing this to the original I think that's going to be inevitable because you wouldn't make a remake of such a classic film without warranting those comparisons the biggest thing that's off for me is the lack of interesting soundtrack like the, the, the original mm-hmm, has such absolutely. a dynamic folksy omni, the, omnipresent the yeah, soundtrack yeah. sort of played into the whole theme of the movie, which was paganism versus Christianity, and there, there just yeah. wasn't any of that here. I mean, what what would they have had? Like the B movie soundtrack? Like it's just <laughs> it was just generic, suspenseful yeah. film yeah. backdrop. Yeah, it was, it, it was of no substance no. whatsoever. 
Which I think uh, lends to the... I think that's the tone of the film altogether. Like, they've replaced... Every scene that was dripping intention in the original, it's like this masterfully crafted scenes of atmosphere and dread are replaced with uh, jump scares or generic... You're right, generic horror imagery. Like, we were discussing the scene with the uh, in the schoolyard where they op- Nicolas Cage opens the Rowan's desk. The little girl who's gone missing, he goes to her desk and opens a desk. And in the original, there's this kind of fucked up scene where one of the girls has tied a beetle to a string and just kind of is waiting to see it fucking curl itself up and yeah, die. Well, that like, has yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The maple, yeah, you're right. It'll always go in the same direction up until it winds itself right up tight to the nail, yeah. symbolizing the cage constantly going around this island, getting closer and closer to his own yeah. death without realizing yeah. it. But but in this one, they have a, a crow fly out and scary crow noises and ah, jump scare, fucking generic naughty's horror movie bullshit. Yeah, it's like everything that was played subtly is played at a hundred here. Like there's there's not an inch of subtlety in any of this. And it really, I, I don't know how you guys found the first one. Did you guys find the, you two didn't really find it scary, well, this, did you? I wouldn't say it's scary. I, mm. I, I think the problem with, with when we watched the first one is we knew the ending. I right, think had yeah. we not known the ending. I mean, the, it's called the fucking Wicker Man. It's <laughs> not like, know, you know, you it's not a shock, is it? We didn't know what was going to happen and what was no. who was going to be in the Wicker Man and all that sort of stuff. But because we knew the ending, we sort of preempted it. But it still had that eerie sort of slightly yeah. off sense to it. Whereas this one, it was just, someone's going to burn. Someone's going to burn. Did you know? Someone's going to burn. Someone's going to burn. Yeah, within like five minutes of the yeah. film, like, you know, they talked, well, within getting to the five minutes of getting to the island, sorry, they mentioned the Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. And it was never explicitly said right up until the end of the original to keep that kind of element of suspense, you know? It was very deadpan. It was all a bit like... Mm -hmm. Or is it? You know, every time a line was said, it's all like it was a bit too wink, wink, nudge, nudge with the delivery of the lines. It felt a massive issue. Like I think we all had was the fact that they change up a lot of the pagan aspects. I know you, especially Ryan, had issues with the the fact that they kind of don't even mention religion at all, which is such out, a prevalent theme in the first. Yeah, it took out a lot of the interesting components for me. I loved watching the Christian copper, our avatar going in and saying, this is freaky, your beliefs are wrong, you shouldn't believe this, whereas Nick Cage isn't there to put down their beliefs. Or even the whole matriarchy thing the island has going on, that's not particularly massively themed. He's not super patriarchy or anti-feminism. He's just a regular kind of guy. And it's not interesting. They don't have that back and forth. I mean, I think it would be be an interesting concept for a horror movie. That sounds like a fucking awesome idea, this this island run by women. But they don't... You're right, Ryan. They do not nothing with it there's no there's no follow-up there's no point to it it's not as if you're right it's not as if it's trying to make if it is trying to make a sexist because i think this is kind of a big content point of contention whether or not this director is either making a feminist movie or a highly sexist movie or even if he's trying to do either if it's feminism it's like feminism with a fucking sledgehammer like there's nothing there's nothing subtle like you, you can't do i don't know you can't do like a, a thematic movie like this and make it so fucking overt. I don't know. I feel like the first one, you're right, does get away with with being thematic and having the, these themes of religion and religion versus kind of spirituality or whatever it is. This one tries to have these themes of feminism and just fucking falls on its face. So heavy-handed. Yeah. Even yeah. the end, you just get this massive list of exposition. He's exactly how we tricked you into coming yeah. to this island. Yeah, they literally say that. They literally, this is the entire plan laid out in front of you because our audience is too fucking dumb. Maybe... <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, I shall don't... we take a step back and just review the setup <laughs> of the film? Let's do it. Because we've jumped straight to the end there. No, so you're right. Yeah, you're right. He's a cop. Mm. He gets a doll. This lorry comes out of nowhere, despite <laughs> the fact he looked left and right before crossing the road, and gets just like KO'd by this lorry. Yeah. He watches these two people's car explode, then still gets a commendation 
for oh, it, shit, according yeah. to his cop buddy. Yeah, but they mention as well that there was no people found in the car. Mm. That's never explained. So what's he getting fucking commended for? It's literally never explained. There's this car that's burst that's been hit by a truck. It's the whole theme of the movie because it's it's his flashbacks throughout. But these people disappeared who were in the car. That's never explained. The car was definitely there because they said that the car was being... You could have had something interesting, I think, with this. You could have you could have leaned into: Is this guy mental? Is this guy got a series of I don't know mental mental health issues where he's struggling with I don't know the, the breakup of his girlfriend? I, I don't fucking know. You could have done something interesting with that idea of: Is this guy just losing his mind at the start? And is is kind of him being sent here? I don't know, some kind of punishment or I don't fucking know but you're right they, they, again it's an interesting concept that they just forget about they don't even refer back to it and well, they don't forget you, about you it it's flashed back to every 10 minutes we it's see that never yeah, but it has no real significance in the grand scheme no. if you took that out it would not change the plot well in my yeah. mind what I thought was going to happen was that these two were part of the Summer Islands and they were part of this trick to put them in a state of mind where would hmm. be receptive to go on but at the end, when they give the exposition, it's not mentioned in their grand scheme plans no. or presumably nothing to do with them. And then you get the classic lazy reader a letter aloud in the I person, in the recipient's it's voice. So Magical talk, self-talking letter. Yeah, the Harry Potter letter, you know, the, the howler or whatever it was in Harry Potter. Which, that actress, I mean, you mean you had an issue with her. Like, she is so... The, the oh, actress just plays finish well, a bloody sentence. Will not, and she even does it. She, she has this issue with the entire thing. Every time she has a conversation with someone, she stutters and she pauses and she just can't finish her fuck. To the point where Nicolas Cage's character is, like, doing them for it. He's like, <laughs> you can't finish your sentence, I'll fucking do it, fine. He gets so fed up with her part way through the there's a scene where she's showing him her daughter's bedroom and, and he's trying to ask her for information about her and every time she goes to say something it's just stuttery and useless and whimsy yeah. and just ugh and he's just like I don't care just tell me more he cuts her off <laughs> left right and centre but I sort of appreciated that because as an audience that's what I wanted him to do yeah. I was like oh just but stop her rambling stop. <laughs> even in this letter even in this opening letter she's still stuttering in the fucking letter like I'm <laughs> what is she writing is she writing the stutters in is she, dot 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 comma I don't fucking know <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those weird ones where everything kind of fails so drastically that you 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 are gonna get these scenes of an unintentional comedy. Not who was it that was telling me before we watched this that this was the director said that this was intended to be? Yeah, Jack, you were saying no. Nicholas Cage. Oh, said Nicolas Cage was. It was meant to be a bit of a black comedy, and you said the bits that are unintentionally funny are intentionally funny. That's fucking bullshit. I'm calling <laughs> it right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to believe. I think the first time I laughed out loud, I, I, I looked at the clock and it was 50 minutes in. Yeah. It was at the harbour where he thinks he's saving the drowned girl, but then he realises <laughs> he's like he's daydreaming. And then he realises that was a daydream as well. And it was like, you know, like the, the, double wake the dreams double wake on dreams up, yeah. on dreams. Like it's like a, that fucking Rick and Morty Inception <laughs> piss take sort of vibe where it's just like that was a flashback inside a flashback yeah. inside another flashback. That's it. That's it. Like the, the, you're right. The, I mean, there are there are humorous moments. There are moments to enjoy in this. I'm not going to say sit here and say that I didn't have fun. Uh, you, it's an immensely quotable film. Like it, I can probably pull out four or five quotes from my ass. The first one, the what's in the bag. A shark? <laughs> Which, there's this, like, there's this scene where he arrives and uh, all the women, obviously, matriarchal, all the women are holding this, like, dripping bag that's dripping blood. And as a police officer, my first instinct would be, like, right, open the fucking bag. It's kicking as well. It's not like yeah. it's just a limp bag. It's, like, it's... spasming every now and then. No. It looks like a human as well. Yeah. Like, it's the same size, the same sort of weight. Like, it's taking two big it's... men to carry it. And then it. they give him a bit of a fright and he's like, oh, I guess I'll not have to <laughs> no, <bag>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't fucking know. And then there's like obviously the the uh, not the bees, the how to get burned. There are there are immense. You're mispronouncing that. Sorry, sounds go on, like go on inbreeding to me. I like that one, Jack. I think you... how did it get burned? There we go. How did it get burned? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's punctuated by these 
dragging scenes of boredom and, and nothing and just kind of meandering bullshit like every scene in between these entertaining scenes in, in between these bits of unintentional comedy are just dull like i don't there's nothing scary there's nothing interesting most of the scenes are him running around the fucking island if it's not a flashback it's just him running from house to house asking people have you seen this fucking girl have you seen this fucking girl it, it's there's no momentum and what was with that scene when he was running from house to yeah. house? And there was the guy. There was the a very similar scene in the 1973 there was. one there where was. he was running around the village, no, realizing no, no, no. it was empty. Though not when he was, but the actual scenes that you saw when he was in the houses, like the guy sat in the oh. bed with all the bee stings, the girl just sat there poised with all the, the yeah. bees, like oh the bee bees. I think yeah. it was bee bees. I think the director. <laughs> I reckon he was trying to mimic the yeah. similar scenes in the Which original. Which was. Like, yeah. he, were, he burst into a room and there was just a woman naked in the bath, but I think they the film was initially rated R and they cut yeah. some of that out because they wanted it to be PG-13. But so it was so a wider audience. with those particular scenes. Yeah, like, like well, just... the scene where the girl falls out of the wardrobe, he thinks he's dead, and then she That's gets up and exactly, goes, yeah. wait. No, that was... That that was, was yeah, that was... That like, shot, shot the same. In the first one... They have all this religious symbology and all these themes all the way through. So when he's running from room to room, and it's not even that crazy what he sees in the original. No. Mm-hmm. But when we come to this one, it's not had those themes other than bees constantly thrown in your face, which this scene is. And it's just mad because there's a person sat, bee beard. But again, I, I think I think the, the, ultimately the film has a tonal problem because that scene would have. Pl- I think the scene with the I don't know the, the weird guy in the bed or the the woman with the beard beard of bees might have worked in the original because the original original consistently has this odd, Eerie. peculiar, mm-hmm. almost humorous, like intentionally humorous feel. Whereas Absolutely. this one, this one is a straight laced, boring horror film. And then oh, here's some random weird imagery that would have fit better in a film that was actually about random weird fucking people. And again, <laughs> it was just the unsubtlety of it. I think where you go to the doctor's house and there was in this one there was <laughs> like fetuses and dead babies in jars. Yeah. And in the original there was like dead. What looked like a dog, maybe, and stuff like that in a jar and things pickled. Yeah. But it was just like, it's just like, let's just tone it up in another notch and just put dead babies in the jar because <laughs> dead babies are creepy. Oh, while I'm on that, what's with the fucking twins? What's with the creepy twins? It was about three sets of yeah. creepy twins in yeah. that. Did he watch The Shining once and go, <laughs> like, that's it? That's, that's it. what I need that in my film that to make it a scary yeah. film. That's what made The Shining good. It was the creepy twins. Nothing I would else. Say they were good twins, though. When they spoke in unison, mm. it was very unified. It was exactly, well, they were the ones in a series. You are right though, Jack. It's one of those things where it's something that's brought up that comes out of nowhere, that has no substance, has no point, has no bearing on the plot. It's like, oh, there's a few sets of twins. You could have <laughs> I don't fucking know what that what do you want me to do that? It's style over substance, yeah. isn't it? Every every decision was style over substance. How really. and how how did they convince Oscar winner Ellen Burstyn to do a piss poor performance i'm sorry she great no she's boring as sin that that is the that is the role if you are going to take this role that's the role where you play it up yeah you need the charismatic cult leader don't you the the manson the way i mean the way christopher lee does it in the original it's so flamboyant so over the top and she plays it at like 10 miles per hour she's fucking cruising in this role and 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 again it amounts to absolutely nothing like there are scenes that again just come out of fucking nowhere with uh with him like getting tortured for 10 minutes before in the original it was very much a process it was like we need to do this we don't we don't want to hurt you but we're doing it for our crops in this one we're like put some bees on his fucking head <laughs> break his legs <laughs> yeah. break his fucking legs and also get the breaking of the legs because that, that you yeah. know, he, he can't crawl but what's the point of the bee stinging him why did they try to nearly drown him the night before if they needed him for the sacrifice in the following day oh and the barn he was searching yeah. the barn and the floor collapses and there's a bunch of pitchforks underneath him and he's led there by Rowan yeah 
So what was the crack? Did he have to like overcome these trials first? No, or was, just, was it just a bit of... Just to give the film a bounce. It makes no logical sense. It's just to give the film a little bit of suspense, I think, isn't it's it? Really? Long, There's yeah. no, no real need for it at all. Throw everything at the wall and see what sticks, basically, and nothing really stuck. I really like. I don't have loads to say on this movie. Really, for me, it comes down to the fact that bigger isn't always better. Yeah, it's gotten a big budget. It's done in America. It's shot nicely, mm. but part of the problem is, like for example, the costumes. They're too well put together. The makeup the, at the festival mm, as well was too professionally done. Yeah. It. it didn't look like some crazy occult. Cold-y, backwater people trying to slap together these costumes with little resources. These are professionally done. They lose the creepy factor. That's it. That's it. I mean, it's absolutely what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a case of no subtlety equaling just, I don't know, this, this level of bombast that just makes it so so obvious. Obvious. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word I want to pick. It's obvious. Like, in the original, you might know, yeah, at this point, it's a fucking 40 years old. You probably know how it ends. But there's still that tension and there's still that suspense and there's still that, like... I was saying, like, do you think... You think watching that, I know the ending and I'm still massively entertained. Watching this, I know the ending and I, I'm, I'm ready to switch off. There mm-hmm. were a few times where I was like, I could walk out and I could, I could... This is one of those films I didn't really want to sit through. I was like sitting through for those moments. And that's, that's pretty much it. Like, there is, there is it. There's a pretty interesting Nicolas Cage performance in it. It's probably not one of the best Nicolas Cage performances. It's Even for Nicolas Cage, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's understated, I guess. It's no face-off. I don't know. No, oh, I, I think agree. we're all a bit fucking. I, I just... Yeah, just a bit blur from it, to be honest. I Potential... mean, what's mad is that eighty percent of the the lines in the movie are from the original. Yeah, like yeah. so that the script's basically the same. Yeah. Like said in different connotations as well, mm. yeah. and the way they say the lines and the deliveries off, and yeah. it changes the whole thing up, and it makes it worse. I hate to say this because I, I don't want to come off as offending anyone from America, but it does—it's an Americanization of a of a British classic like that's the mm-hmm. problem and it, it doesn't work it's you see it in tv shows when they try and like remake i don't think in between us or, or skins and it's or the just, it crowd it doesn't translate yeah it just it's it was always a really british property it couldn't really have been done any other way maybe in some way like you see something like midsummer you guys haven't seen midsummer midsummer captures the, the dread in something like um like the wicker man i think perfectly this is just i think with the, with the, the original as well it was based in in scotland and that's mm. where it was and it was and it would be maddening to think that they could grow fruit and stuff like that on yeah. an island in Scotland, it wouldn't be plausible, which makes it, it sort of adds to the mystical element. Is there a god thing there? Do they have to sacrifice it for this like whole vegetation thing to work? But here it was bees in a Caribbean island. Well, good duh. Like, <laughs> good duh. Yeah, they said the harvest is bad. Bees don't give a shit about the harvest. <laughs> like, what the fuck have they got to do with it? Bees gonna be no, right? Like even even the name of the festival, like in the in the in the original, they call it like the May the May Festival. It's what it is. It's actually got a lot of yeah. like There's, connections yeah. to the actual things that went on as well. Whereas this one's in just... this one, the festival of death and rebirth. <laughs> no, death you, you... and. No. Rebe- yeah, there's about a 15 second. <laughs> death 15 second pause. Rebirth. The festival of death. It's just too obvious. They did have. And <laughs> <laughs> they did have a maypole in the background of one of the scenes as a nod to the first movie. That's as much as we got from that. Yeah. Uh, I like the way where the, the scene where he held that woman at gunpoint for her bike. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> Nah, it's just it's just a bad movie. I, I think I'm kind of ready to stop talking about this one. I'm... What were your favourite scenes? Out of interest, oh, what God. was everyone's favourite scene? There wasn't one. I called this before I started watching it. It was unmemorable for me the first time. This is unmemorable. If I had a favourite scene, it's the fact that the end, 
fixed one of the issues mm. I had with the first one. Okay. In the first one, I watched him get put in the Wicker Man, and I was shouting, why are you not trying to escape this? It looks flimsy as hell. You can climb out the back, break the front gate. You can at least try and do a run it. He wasn't even oh, tied up, was he? He wasn't even tied nah. up. Why did you not try and tackle Christopher Lee off a cliff, take <laughs> yourself down to the festival? <laughs> in this one, at least... They took his bolts out of his gun so we couldn't shoot them. They broke his legs so we couldn't get out. Stung with bees, I'm guessing, to make him weak and feeble. Yeah. And then they hoisted him up into the head by a rope. So even if he got out, he'd fall to his death. Yeah. Sorted. They, yeah, they got that down. <laughs> That's how you kill someone as a sacrifice. It makes a lot more sense. It actually works. Like, yeah. I, um, favorite, you're absolutely right, Ryan. Favorite scene for me is him roundhouse kicking that woman in the face. <laughs> <laughs> roundhouse kicking this woman in the face and she flies backwards and just fucking snaps her neck, basically. Oh, she flies against the wall and takes all the pictures down. <laughs> no, her eyes roll good. for a few seconds in the head before she passes out. They're all like, there's this, like, yeah, this scene's anytime he hit, like, he's just like going around hitting women all the time. <laughs> it was like 10 minutes where it was just yeah. a montage of him yeah. in various outfits like the bear just cutting cards in punching woman. women yeah <laughs> I still think it's the boat bit for me when he tries well, to get the radio from the uh, the the plane and he swims under because he thinks he sees the girl and it was just all <laughs> a dream slash fantasy sequence and it's just like oh fuck me that's so lazy there is something about waking up from a dream twice it's one of those oh my god it was a dream Oh my god, it was just, like, <laughs> the dream, I, don't know, dream. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever seen Annie Donna, but it reminds me of that Annie Donna sketch where he, Mark goes to sleep after he's killed that guy. <laughs> Why are you shouldn't rise, Mark? Why are you just go to sleep when we killed someone? <laughs> Hannah, did you have a favourite scene? I would say near the beginning, actually, I think the shark scene. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got there? A shark? Like... Is it a shark? Yeah, it might be. Uh, final thoughts for me. Um, are you guys ready? Is, is yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, let's kill no, this thing. None of the charm or the humour of the original. No genuine terror. It's a lot less fun as, as a whole. Like the, the original is a slow film. It's slow, but it's never boring. This no. is fast. I'd say the first half hour in the original was a bit of a drag, but think? it was still intriguing oh, in its, it its own way. Yeah. No. no, I agree. It was. Yeah. It, it, had a, it had its charm. Yeah. It had the, you know, the folk music, the queen setting. Yeah. There was a lot to be interested and kind of intrigued about even though it was slow yeah. whereas this just didn't have that that's the thing this one's fat this one ostensibly is a fast movie it's fast paced shit is happening he's constantly running around but unlike the original it's boring as sin everything here is just kind of nasty there's no fun it just it's best, fast paced but he's on like a train yeah. he's still going nowhere yeah, it's still like there's, it. there's, there's just an the, the best, the best, Meh. the best advice I could give you is you should YouTube the funniest clips and then just leave it at that. Yeah, go watch the original. It's free on Amazon Prime. Skip it in for yeah. the first fifty minutes and then just watch the last four. Pretty much, yeah. The last, the last four is pretty. All good. you need to know from the first fifty minutes is he's gone to an island to look for a girl. Him and Willow <laughs> used to date. That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, Liam, you've literally yeah. took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I think about the movie. I'm never going to watch it again now that we've done this. And again, I just want to reiterate, bigger isn't always better. Just because you're pumping loads of money into shit and then making things massive, it's not going to make it great. You've lost what made the first one so charming and quaint and special, and that's just being gone and replaced with every ordinary trope you yeah. can think of. Yeah, absolutely. Hannah? <laughs> Jack? That's my final <laughs> Funny at times, but not an hour and a half's worth of content no. funny. Yeah, watch the best bits on YouTube or just skip the first hour of the film if you're going to watch it. Yeah. Just watch um, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah just ultimately know. just watch the original. Wouldn't recommend. The original's free. This one I paid £3.49 for and I regret it. Free and awesome. And awesome. Well, there's next week's movie at least going to be more entertaining. So, next week, yeah, that, thank you for listening to our Wickerman episode, guys. Obviously, we've got our point five on the 1973 original Wickerman. Please do listen to that as well. Next week, we are... Do you, do you want to tell us what we're doing next week? 
Ryan doesn't know what we're doing next week. <laughs> next, I'll give you a clue if you want. Eyes to see you. Yeah. Batman. Na, 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 fuck yeah. Batman and, <laughs> and, and or Robin. Yeah. That's um, exciting. We've got a guest on from the Bear Hug Club podcast on that episode. Who, my, my good friend Greg. Um, I've known him since I... <laughs> <laughs> I've known him since I was a I was a young and we've been a yeah we've known each other for a while. Um, if actually if you've listened to the Bear Hug Club podcast, you'll have seen a little bit of a crossover there. I would recommend it. It's really fun. I don't I know nothing about wrestling. I've got the the faintest clue, um, but it's really enjoyable listening to. I don't know if any. It's a good place to learn. It's a good place to learn. He'll be joining us next week. Um, we'll be having our point five on uh, just our favorite Batman films. Uh, do check us out on all of our social medias on Instagram and Twitter at Bad Taste Pod. Fuck's sake. Bad taste puds <laughs> makes a return. Fuck's sake. Patent pending, bad taste puds. <laughs> bad taste buds pod. Um, and check us out on Facebook at Bad Taste Buds Podcast and www. I don't need to do that, do I? Maybe we should have picked a name that was easier to say. Bad Taste Buds. Bad Bad Taste Buds. Bad And if, if you are, I think if you're listening to this, we will have already um, given our first giveaway as well. I think we, ha- we haven't actually decided who that's going to be. We haven't done the randomized. Uh, but well generator. done to you, future winner. Yeah, so whoever you are, we will uh, we will obviously give you lots of lots of good goodies for that. And then hopefully we'll do one soon as well. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited. Well, thank you again for listening, guys. Um, we will see you next time. And stay, I don't stay, stay fucking wickery. <laughs> stay wooden. I was, yeah, well, that, that's, that's better. Okay, bye. Love y'all. Should have said be prepared. <laughs> <laughs>